0: Pause to Consider, the podcast where you put your busy day on pause to consider spiritual encouragement and wisdom on your walk towards God's kingdom. Thanks for listening today. I'm Sam Taylor, here to get you thinking about the Word of God. I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm fat. I haven't always been, but years of sitting at desks and eating way too much fast food got me here. It was about four years ago when I got serious about my health and managed to lose a lot of weight. It's where I exercised most days. I had a strictly regimented diet to prevent me from going overboard and I looked good, I felt good, and things were going great. Until my dad passed away. After that, I stopped caring about my health and my body as I was overcome with grief. And sure, there were times I went through the motions. I tried exercising, but my diet didn't follow. And as many of you who are health-oriented know, you can't outrun a bad diet. After I gained my weight, I decided to do a bit of research into why people, particularly Americans, are so attracted to horrible diets. And what I stumbled upon made a lot of sense. People have the strongest cravings for the most nutritionally dense food sources, particularly those with fats and protein. Until the past 150 years or so with the Industrial Revolution, those weren't easy to come by without either hunting or farming for a living. Having a meal in it was a luxury for many. And that's still the case today for many people across the world. But now we have fast food in many parts of the world where it requires no effort at all except to get in your car and drive to a window. What used to be a commodity, a rare commodity is now available to ordinary people. But our wiring hasn't changed. We still crave them and will seek actively after those nutritionally dense foods over the healthy options like salads and nuts and things of those natures. Even though our bodies don't nearly need that kind of energy. And that's how I got fat. But this isn't only a problem for our bodies. It's a challenge for our spiritual lifestyle just as we are attracted to the instant satisfaction of fast food when we're hungry we're enticed by the things that bring us instant gratification in this life first john 2 verses 15 to 17 spell out the allure in spiritual terms do not love the world or the things in the world if anyone loves the world the love of the father is not in him for all that is in the world the lust of the eyes the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. How desirable does a burger look compared to a healthy salad? How much more desirable do the things of this life seem when compared to the unseen things of God's kingdom? It's in our nature to be attracted to what satisfies us now rather than forever and that can hinder us from running our race. In other words, it's a bad diet that we can't outrun. When Israel wandered in the wilderness, they clamored for food to eat when they forgot the wonders God performed for them. And God's response was to bring them food that would bring them perfect physical and spiritual sustenance. It was manna, the bread from heaven. Even then, many still loathe God's gifts and promises. What resulted was a strong craving for things other than what God had provided them. We read of this in Numbers 11, verses 4 to 6, which tell us, Now the rabble that was among them had a strong craving. And the people of Israel also wept again and said, Oh, that we had meat to eat. We remember the fish we ate in Egypt that cost nothing. The cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, and the garlic but now our strength is dried up and there is nothing at all but this manna to look at. Now the meat they desired wasn't inherently evil. What was evil was associating the fish and the meat with Egypt, the world they left behind to go to the land God promised them. Their cravings represented a selfish desire To turn away from God's eternal satisfaction and to go back to what made them happy in the here and now. For this, God brought the ungrateful Israelites the cravings they desired, but at a great personal cost. Verses 31 to 33 of the same chapter tell the ending of the story. Then a wind from the Lord sprang up and it brought quail from the sea and let them fall beside the camp about a day's journey on this side and a day's journey on the other side around the camp and about two cubits above the ground. And the people rose all that day and all night and all the next day and gathered a quail. Those who gathered least gathered ten homers and they spread them out for themselves all around the camp. And while the meat was yet between their teeth, before it was consumed, The anger of the Lord was kindled against the people, and the Lord struck down the people with a very great plague. In a manner of speaking, we are spiritual Israelites wandering this world as pilgrims in search of a city whose builder and maker is God. The Lord Jesus Christ is our manna, our bread from heaven. It's up to us to find satisfaction in what we are offered through him. There are many things in this life that distract us from what's to come. How often do we come home from school or work to coordinate fellowship around God's word for the days ahead? How often do we contact our brothers and sisters and find companionship and encouragement with them? But how often do we squander that time with the instant gratification of social media, internet forums, and funny videos? From God's perspective, When we dive straight into that, we may very well seem like the Israelites who couldn't help but tear their teeth into what they craved. I often find myself like that, instead of someone who's satisfied in the fullness of God's bread from heaven. For all of us to continue running the race of endurance, let's not fill ourselves with the idols of today, which make us sluggish and complacent. Instead, let's find satisfaction in God's promises and make time to share in them with our family in Christ, so that we can all receive the crown of life which will never fade away. And may we all be able to say the words of King David from Psalm 63 verses 1 to 7 with all sincerity from our hearts. A Psalm of David when he was in the wilderness of Judah. O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. have been my help, and in the shadow of your wings, I will sing for joy. Thanks for joining me for another week on Pause to Consider. If you like this podcast, share it with your friends and with your ecclesia. Make sure you subscribe to Pause to Consider on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform for latest updates on new devotions. Be sure to follow on Instagram and Facebook, if you're looking to ask questions, offer feedback, or have discussion about this week's devotion. And if you have feedback, I'd love to hear about it. You can email me at pause to consider podcast at gmail.com. Above everything else, I hope this episode was helpful for you today. And I pray that God will always bless you, but especially in the week ahead. And I pray that we get to meet again soon whether it be on next week's episode or in God's kingdom. God bless.